Heavenly Father, thank you for Hannah Mae. Thank you for this church family, the people who meet in this building, remembering all the people who've met here for centuries before. Thank you that you make us a family in Jesus who have new life. Please, will we learn something about that as we look back at how you created the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you been in a situation where you've lost your balance? Has that happened to you? Tell you what happens to my kids when we do Bible time, we sing together. Quite often they do this. I'm going to see how many times I could. Um, and then they pull over. But that's not the only time that can happen, is it? If suddenly, this is something like, does anyone have vertigo or anything like that? It's horrible, isn't it? You just no idea where you're standing. You don't know which way is up. All that kind of thing. Or have you ever, when you've gone to Dunwich Beach or to Patefield or something, you've been swimming in the sea and a really big wave has crashed over you and for a little moment you don't know which way is up. Has that happened to you? That's happened to me. It's pretty frightening, isn't it? Or you've been under the water and you thought, I've got to come up and, and I can't get up. I don't know where is up. That's really scary, isn't it? There's, there's a couple of times I can remember I thought this is it. You know what I mean? Even though it was like a fraction of a second, just that moment you think, that's it. Well that is the world before the day of creation that we've heard right out. That's what Jesus means when he talks about water. And particularly when he talks about the water of the sea before there's any land. So if you've ever looked out on the sea and seen it crashing, it makes you really glad you've got earth beneath your feet, doesn't it? Because we know how confusing it is when there's no way to go up. Even the swimming pool sometimes, have you ever found that? When you're swimming and you just, actually you went down a bit deeper than you meant to. And you're suddenly like, oh, I need to feel the bottom. That's the thing that Jesus is talking about here. The scariest bit of all the climate stuff that's going on at the moment is this idea that one day East Anglia might be underwater. Because we can't live there if it's underwater, can we? That's what the Bible means when it talks about water. It talks about nowhere firm to stand, like you're getting tossed and turned around by the waves. Well, the thing that we discover in this bit of the Bible is when God speaks Jesus into the world, he says... Jesus is our firm place to stand. The ground in the Bible, compared to the sea, is the place you're fine, you're okay, you're on your feet. You're not going to get suddenly bowled over by a wave, or get confused as you get overwhelmed by it and aren't sure where's up, or how to breathe, or anything like that. So verse 9 to 10, let's just read it, here we go. God said, let the waters beneath the sky, up to now the whole earth is just water, there's nowhere to stand, flow together in one place, so dry ground appears. Dry ground isn't there first. Water is there first. The only way dry ground happens is because God says, no, all that chaos and confusion, that's going to go in one place and not in another. God called the dry ground land, the waters and seas, and God swore it was good. Now, I want to do an experiment here, okay? I want to do an experiment, okay? And uh, I need some witnesses for this experiment, right? Because I think that there are sometimes rumours about vicars 
that they can do stuff that they really can't. Okay, and I just want to demonstrate. It's probably pink and new, really. This is the kind of thing that's happening today. You'll see in a moment. So uh, I need, um, actually, Bailey. Perhaps you could help me out. So, Bailey. There you go. Okay, so uh, I need witnesses, please. Can uh, some people come and see that what I'm doing and see whether it works and all that kind of thing? So you might want to come a bit closer. You don't have to, but it probably be more interesting if you do see. Okay, here we go. Right. <sighs> Unfortunately, I couldn't get... Yeah, yeah, come forward. You don't have to stay where you're sitting. It's fine. I know it's cold around here, but uh, here we go. Okay. So I need some witnesses... Bella Loda, can you tell everyone what's in there? Water, thanks very much. That was, you really thought about that, didn't you? Can you confirm that there's water in there? Now, what do you think is going to happen if I stand in there? There's a lot of answers to that, aren't there? Do you think I'm just going to hover on the top? Some people think Vickers can walk on water. I think this is the time to see whether that's true, okay? <laughs> because we try to do that, don't we? We try to say, we're going to make our own dry land. We're going to look at all the confusion and chaos in the world, the fact that we don't really know what's happening most of the time, we don't know what we're doing, and say, we're going to try and make it all work. We're going to stand on it. And this is what happens when we do that. Okay, ready, everyone? Right, let's keep your electric stuff away. Okay, ready. There's only, I couldn't find like a paddling pool, so it, I'm afraid it's my out, Jenna. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Well done, Jenna. Well done. Good. Okay. Right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Ah! I'm doing it! I'm doing it! Come on, Jack. Come on. Come on. Just look. Am I doing it? Oh, I'm not doing it! That's just the bottom of the bucket. Okay. Well done. We can sit down now. Good work. Thanks, Bailey. Cool. Right. Don't you sock too? Uh, thank you, yeah, that's the sock. I wasn't doing it. There's only one person who's ever done that. Only one person who's ever done that. And actually, well, technically two for like a second. Do you remember that bit where Jesus is just chilling on the surface of the lake and Peter says, if it's really you, call me out and I'll walk out to you. And actually, you can do it for a few seconds while he's looking at Jesus. But then he looks down he sees the wind and the waves, poof, sinks like a stone. And he just says, Lord, save me. And Jesus does. That's the thing that this first, uh, third day of creation is teaching us. But there's something else as well. Once we've got the dry land, the firm place to stand, that's great. But it doesn't do much good. Just being able to stand isn't enough. We need life. We need to be able to keep standing so I've got something important now. This is a little bit of gardening. So we've had some sort of, you know, science and physics and stuff. Now we're going to do like gardening and botany and things. So the thing I want you to help me with, please. I want you to tell me. Where's my stuff? Here we go. I want you to tell me whether some different things I show you will grow. Okay, so the first up. And you, it's a bit slimy, so I wouldn't follow you. You can see there. Will that, if you put that in the ground, will it grow? Yes. Yeah. Okay, hand up if you think yes. 
Okay, hands up if you think no. Some people think no, okay. Can, do you all know what it is? Some people say no, some people say no. Everyone know what it is? So that, that is from Mount Carlo, that ate this morning. That's very nice. Okay, so that one, that one probably will, for a little while, grow into this. So it's happened once or twice. We've managed to just about squeeze out an avocado like leaf from it but then very quickly it dies and it doesn't really work so this kind of will grow okay but what about what about that see that anyone see that could that grow yeah there's only one bit of the avocado that grows if you bury it in the ground isn't there there's only one bit that grows Equally, here's something else, and this actually is a plant. Okay, I'm afraid this, yeah, some of these just don't really work, like, at this scale, okay? So, look at that, see what that is? And then particularly this bit, just to show you what kind of version that is. Okay, if you bury that in the ground, will it grow? It's not an acorn. Sorry. It's very, very tiny. This doesn't really work visually, but, you know, hopefully... Yeah, it's, it's a tiny olive, but it's not a pimento in it, okay? So will that grow if you stick it in the ground? No. If, if something was still in it, it would. But this won't. This will just rot if you bury it in the ground. Okay. Got some more things. Will it grow? Ooh, I've got sticky, salty hands now. Oh, well. Uh, will that grow? And I don't have one of them because it's not the season. Didn't want to pay like 20 quid for one strawberry. Okay, if you stick that in the ground, will it grow? This, this is interesting. If, uh, any of you grow your own strawberries? Yeah, sort of. Like if you actually bury a strawberry, it's not great. The thing you really need is these ones, don't you? So you need a strawberry plant. So it's, it's kind of like you're not sure, are you? It's a bit of uncertainty about a strawberry. Like you might get a few shoots from all those seeds on the top of the strawberry. But the idea of a strawberry is you eat it. And then, like, one seed sort of comes out afterwards, and let's not talk too much about it. And then after that, you get these, and they sort of replicate themselves and all that kind of thing. Okay, so uh, next one. And uh, just in case you can't visualise that, here we go. Okay, so if you buried that in the ground, what will that turn into? Uh, Yes! Some will work, and actually the next thing I was going to put was a bramble. If you chopped a bit of bramble off, it might grow into something. But this thing, mm, probably not. Probably not. A few more things. You're learning a lot today. Oh, I hope you are. Most of you are teaching me. So that's what happens if you plant a stick in the ground. And uh, there's the bramble. That probably does work. What about this? And it certainly won't grow into this, will it, if you bury a rock in the ground? So there's another important question here. What happens... Oh, no, actually, we'll do one more thing. Okay, so those things, we often go to them for life, but some of them, if you bury them in the ground, 
That's it. That's the end of them. Here's one thing we often go to for life. What happens if you bury that in the ground? Yeah, people get upset. But the reason is because we know this thing is not going to replicate itself and turn into something else. If you bury that in the ground, you end up with that. So last question. What happens when we get buried in the ground? What happens when we get buried in the ground? Are we like, are we like that skin of the avocado? Are we just a shell that goes down and stays down? Are we like that olive that looks beautiful but actually has lost the thing that keeps it alive? Are we like an iPhone full of technology and creativity and beauty but actually we just break when we go into the ground? What is going to happen when that happens? Will the ground swallow us up? Or is there a seed that brings new life? Because you notice this day of creation that we're looking at, it's the third day. Now, here's a challenge for you. Bella Lolo, I think you might know this. Do you remember what day Easter day was? Do you remember what day Jesus did Easter on? It's hard. Can you count what day that is? Someone's saying it over there. Any of you remember? So counting. Any of you remember what day Easter Sunday was? It's tough, isn't it? Good thinking. Thank you. Can anyone over here remember what day Easter Sunday was? Go for it, Phoebe. That is the day he rose again, isn't it? Well done. But what number day? Anyone remember that over here? The third day. And this day is the third day. This is the day all about new life. You bury stuff in the ground, you see the seeds, and it comes up new. The reason everyone out there is buried in the churchyard is because that used to be called God's acre. Meaning that that was like all the seeds who were planted and were one day going to come up new. The reason that Hannah Mae has got baptised today is she's saying, actually, I don't want that to be the end of me. I want to take my death now, symbolically with the water. I want to say Jesus' death is going to be my death, which means then when I'm buried in the ground, I'll come up to new life just like he does. In ourselves, we can't do it. That's what we're about here in church. We're facing that dead end, all of us. We can't escape it. And the point of being baptised, the point of coming here and worshipping Jesus is to say, Jesus, put a seed in me so that when I go in the ground, I'm going to come up alive and new. Jesus gives us a firm place to stand. And Jesus gives us life that breaks through death. That's what today is all about. That's what that day of creation is all about. Let's pray.